Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and this is episode number 214, Free Will, and we got you now, President-elect Trump, part four. Okay, and like this is like this is also being um, shown in Manhattan as part of an hour episode with the, the episode I just did. And I want to address like in the last episode we we addressed how Trump being elected could actually be um, a blessing in disguise because it, it wakes us up to our own kind of um, immorality. That once we face that, we can create a much better world. Um, but what I want to address. Now is more directly the theme. Um, we got you now. What is it? Um, we got you now, President-elect Trump. Okay, Trump is a horrible person. He really is. I mean, he's vile in so many ways. He's 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 liar. He's he's callous. He's just he's a bad bad person. And like again, in, in keeping with this theme, we can't rightly blame him because that's the way he turned out. Whether it's genes or how his father raised him or whatever, you know there. Are, there are circumstances beyond his control that, that, that explain why he's the way he is. Notwithstanding, just as like with Hitler, with any kind of dictator, excuse me, dictator that's a threat to the world, we can't just say, well, he's got no free will, so like, you know, we can't do anything about it. We still have to stop them. But um, so to the extent we understand that, that um, he doesn't, well, all right, we still have to stop him. So in other words, with Trump, um, the theme is like, all right, when he was when he was running for the president, um, politically, in, in terms of political strategy, we couldn't attack him all that much because, like, if for example, if Obama, President Obama, had the authority to release um, Trump's income tax returns, it would have shown that he's cheated probably a lot more than than you know he's claimed, and who knows what else it would have shown. Um, we couldn't that do that during the campaign because then Obama would have been seen as partisan. But now the campaign's over, so you know, ideally um, Obama can now release his income tax returns. But that's not you know that's that's just one thing we can do. We basically have to, as people, band together, unite, and just disempower uh, Trump. You know, in other words, like. As president, um, as president, he can't say. I, I don't think you know people, he'll get away with saying the kinds of things he was saying on the campaign trail. That's the first thing. But but more so than that, when we're faced with um, somebody like Trump, um, as he when he was a private citizen, he was kind of like operating under the radar, and so the kinds of things he was doing, like he he basically um, scammed a lot of people with this Trump University. I think they paid thirty thousand dollars for for like a nonsense course on real estate, whatever. I mean, he's, he's done a lot of horrible things. And, you know, now that he's president, now this stuff is all out there, now that our country, or at least a lot of us, the, the majority of us, understand how bad he is, you know, we have to kind of like make him pay the price. Um, not because he has a free will, because he don't, doesn't, but as the deterrent. In other words, like, to the extent that we allow Trump to to just get away with with what he's done, what he's doing, what he plans to do, then other people will say, well, he did it, then I can do it too. And this this applies not just to us here in the United States, but it applies to other countries. And I, I you know, for example, I would think that like the way the Republicans have been over like two decades, three decades now, has probably emboldened and empowered you know these terrorists to be more and more you know cruel to to victims and all. In other words, like this, you know, when we allow insensitivity and callousness and, and disregard, you know, to, to thrive in the United States, 
other countries follow our lead. So, so we have to band together, unite against Trump. And um, so again, I've, I've said it in the uh, last few shows, let me go through it again. One of the things we need to do is launch uh, an international boycott of Trump's products. You know, now Trump owns a lot of corporations that are now going to be run by his children, but you know, again, they're, they're offering products, and if we boycott them, we can hopefully bankrupt them all. So that, that'll deprive him of a great, you know, amount of wealth. So again, like, that's a deterrent. If, if any other billionaire dares to think that they can, like, use their, their wealth and all to, to gain the presidency, you know, especially through the kind of vile means that, that Trump did, you know, that they'll, they'd think twice you know, about, you know, trying that if we really strip uh, Trump of all his his money, you know, as, as, as punishment for what he's done. Um, so that's one thing we can do uh, in keeping with that. Another way we can do that is to, and this actually, Trump, if we do this successfully, Trump may actually be the first president of the United States to, um, to basically say, well, you know, like, I don't want to be president anymore. Because, like, Trump is a very selfish, self-centered individual. He doesn't care about people. He cares about himself. Um, and so what happens is if we launch this attack, if we, if we um, initiate many hundreds, thousands of civil suits, of, of criminal suits against his companies, he will lose so much money, not even like having lost the cases, which hopefully he'll, he'll lose a lot of cases, but just having to defend himself against so many cases. His, his money, however much he has, will dwindle by the day so that he, he'll, you know, who knows, maybe within a few months, he'll realize he's losing so much money and he really can't address all this stuff as president because he's got to like do the, 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 the job of a president. Um, that he may actually, if we launch this uh, assault strongly enough and quickly enough, decide that, you know, I don't want to be president anymore. You know, I've got to go back to run my life and, and we're rid of him that way. You know, that's, but w whatever we do, this, this, the theme of this is like, we have to do something. Um, I mentioned this before, I think in the last episode, there's a saying that like all that evil takes, all, it, all that it takes for evil to prevail is for good men, good women, whatever, to um, stand by and do nothing. Well, that, that's the lesson of this. In other words, like, um, we can't, if, if we just don't do anything or if we don't do enough, then, you know, we, we suffer the consequences, you know. Um, so, all right, so, um, and now, you know, now here's the thing. So, like, again, we don't blame him. We don't, and we don't blame ourselves for having caused him because, like, you know, nobody saw this coming. And, and, and the other thing is, like, there are lessons to be learned from this. Like, there's a whole population of people who voted for him who were first deceived by him, second, are very immoral themselves because of like the hatred they hold in their heart for other people, their, their, their willingness to condone the kind of violence and, and cruelty and, 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 you know, and just crassness that, that, that Trump encourages. You know, I'm not sure we as a country understood that so many of us feel and think that way. So now we do. Now we do, and not only do we have to address Trump by just like disempowering him, just like removing all of his power, we also have to address this population. Now again, especially with the population, in other words, with Trump, you know, like, we may need to punish him, we may, we may need to imprison him, you know, like, you know, five, ten years or whatever. You could like, for example, one thing that he's done 
um, with that uh, Trump University. He scammed all these people. Then he bribed the attorney general of Florida to not investigate the case, right? I mean, this, we know this, and this didn't come out in the campaign because for it to have come out as much as it could have would have been um, seen as partisan. So anyway, now, now that he's, the election is over, you know, we might actually be able to put um, Trump behind bars. We may have to do that quickly, though, because, like, there, you know, if, if Trump becomes president, this is not a, a good thing or a right thing, but, like, he may be exempt from being sued in that way. So, you know, this is something that would have to happen before January 20th. Um, again, there, there are things we can do, things we need to do. But like getting back to his supporters, like, all right, Trump doesn't have a free will and his supporters don't have a free will either. So even though like we may have to really punish Trump severely by imprisoning him, seriously, like 10 years, whatever, whatever, you know, however much we can, because like he really deserves 10, 20 years. Because, like, for example, so many, so many young kids are in prison for 5, 10, 20 years for drug offenses, for, for selling, you know, marijuana or whatever. I mean, it's horrible. And Trump is like, he, he's the kind of person that encourages this kind of like brutal, you know, callous treatment toward others. And, you know, our, our prisons are filled with people that really shouldn't be there. So in other words, like we have to um, set an example with Trump, you know, by putting him in prison. I think we should do that. But with his followers, I think we have to kind of like, you know, based on the fact that they don't have a free will either, we have to be a bit more compassionate. You know, in other words, like these people are not as dangerous as Trump. So we don't have to like attack them as, as, as um, ruthlessly in a sense as we have to attack Trump. But they do have to be reached. They do have to be, you know, helped to understand, you know, that their values are extremely, um, extremely flawed. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I want to just address this a bit because like we don't have a free will and who we are to a great extent is, is conditioned by our media. I mean, there's so much violence in our media, so we tend to be a violent people. We're so much more violent than so many other countries in the world, you know, guns, shootings, all this stuff. Um, so we're conditioned. It's not up to us. We don't blame ourselves, but we have to understand that what we teach ourselves and our children through our media determines who we become as people, and who we become as people determines what we do, like electing this, this, this horrible person like Trump to the president. Um, so one, one case in point that I want to bring out is, for example, uh, about a year ago or so, I think, I, I saw this movie called Minions. Okay, and Minions is an animated children's movie, feature film, you know, I saw it in the theater, and it's about these, you know, most of you, a lot of you probably know this, it's about these like three very cute, you know, adorable good guys, these were the good guys, we're supposed to empathize with them, little minion people, whatever they are, creatures, that their leader, you know, was, was, was killed by something, you know, in the beginning of the, of the movie, so the movie is about the quest for these little minions, these three little minions, to go around the world searching for a new leader. But here's the thing, I, when, I, when I saw this movie, I was bewildered. I couldn't believe that a person made this movie and that the theaters were showing it to kids. Because these, these little minions were basically, you know, spanning the world to find the most vile, despicable, evil person, being, whatever you want to call them, to be their leader. Um, 
that this is who we are. This is who we are. I mean, like people will will champion. Liberals will champion free speech. Free, you know, like no, no, like you know, free speech is is something that we treasure. Yes, but we treasure ourselves more. In other words, like if if speech, you know, we don't we don't hate speech is illegal. You know, lying, you know, misrepresentation, um, false advertising is illegal. There's some kinds of speech that are illegal because they are harmful. And so to the extent that our media, our movie makers, our booksellers and stuff just create these kinds of, of, of you know, really harmful influences on our kids and our, on us, you know, they will be conditioning generations of people that are more and more evil. That, you know, like a little kid, let's say a kid who's 10 years old who sees this Minions movie, you know, when, when he's 30 years old and able to vote and, and, and one of the candidates is like Trump, you know, really evil, you know, he'll have been conditioned by not just this movie, but by so much in our media to, to say, ah, he's evil, you know, no problem. You know, I saw it in the movie, that, that's, that's who I am because of what these movies made me. All right, so um, let's get back to, um, to Trump, what, what we can do, what we should do. Um, I don't know what, you know, again, we've got, we've, we've got 30, we've got until January 20th, and this, this, this show, I guess, is coming out, um, I guess, maybe the first week in December, um, I don't know, maybe the uh, late November, but we've got until January 20th, and like we may not be able to prosecute Trump um, as a president because our laws don't allow that. And I think we may need to change those laws because like, you know, I'm not sure a president should be able to be allowed to just, you know, be exempt from criminal prosecution just because he's a president. Does that make sense? But like, you know, before Trump becomes president January 20th, we may be able to like, um, initiate um, a criminal action against him, then maybe we'll put him in prison before he actually becomes president. What I'm referring to specifically is the Comey revelation. James Comey, the director of the FBI, you know, in, in an action, an illegal, well, I think it's a, yeah, it's a seditious action that he basically leaked these emails where there was nothing there in order to influence the election. But then what happened was with that, that Harry Reid, the, the leader, Democratic leader of the Senate, uh, minority leader, he wrote a letter to Comey, um, you know, that was published by the media saying, well, you know, like, you know, you, you, you put this, um, this information out that, that was so in favor of Trump attacking Hillary, but you didn't publish this information that we have that Trump has, you know, major ties with Russia, illegal ties. In other words, like uh, Trump may have done things with his negotiations with Putin and all that, that, that could potentially be serious criminal offenses. I mean, um, there, are, there are laws in this land that when a person is rich, um, that they can get away with these things because like nobody wants to like spend the money to try these people because these people have a lot of money to defend themselves and like you know it's a lot of people think it's not worth the effort right so a lot of people rich people get away with with things like this that they wouldn't ordinarily get away with all right now with trump okay fine he's, he's rich so he's going to defend himself and it may cost us some money to initiate these criminal suits but that's one option we can do. We can like initiate some kind of a, uh, a suit for, um, that accuses him of, of some kind of illegal association with Russia, you know, that's like, you know, it's kind of like treasonous perhaps. And if he's in prison, if we, if we can imprison him 
or, or if he's on trial before he becomes president, maybe he won't be allowed to be president. Maybe that'll render him um, just um, unqualified or just like negate his, you know, the, I guess there's certain criteria you need to, to have to be president. Maybe, maybe that'd be one of them. But, the, you know, again, the theme of this show is like, the, the title is again, because I, uh, I didn't get much sleep last night, Free Will, and we got you now, President-elect Trump. Um, Trump has been on the attack this whole campaign, and he's, he's demonized Hillary, and he's demonized Hispanics, and he's demonized Muslims, and he's attacked women, he's attacked the disabled, he's been on the attack. All right, now it's our turn. Um, and so, like, you know, between now and the election, and even after he's elected president, we have to launch a major offensive against this person to, to not only disempower him, but to serve as an example for others who might want to follow him, that if you want to go that route, and if you want to corrupt a major population of the American people, including corrupting our children with your hate and your vile, selfish ways, there's a big penalty to pay. So, so we need to do this, and it's a righteous thing to do. Sometimes, like we liberals, we Democrats, are faulted rightly for, for going high when, when, when well, <laughs> no, we're faulted for fighting fire with fire. In other words, like, uh, or, no, let me start off. Sometimes we liberals are rightly criticized for not fighting enough. The Republicans will fight tooth and nail on everything. They're, they're, you know, that's one thing that you have to admire them for. They, they have the courage of their convictions. We liberals, Democrats, don't often. And for example, an example of that is, um, you know, um, Michelle Obama is a wonderful first lady, wonderful person, but she said several times, and Hillary repeated it, like, when they go, go low, we go high. I'm not sure that's, you know, in other words, that, that's kind of like saying, you know, if somebody's coming after you with a gun or something, you're going to what? You're going to, like, you know, be nice to the person? I think this is like, you know, I think, you know, we have to, like, we have to be more ruthless. You know, not out of hatred. Again, they don't have a free will. We need to understand that so we don't feel like we're doing it from our um, free will-based vengeance. But we need to be ruthless in attacking people like Trump and, you know, the, the kind of people that, you know, the Republicans that are like him because it's self-defense. In other words, like, to the extent that we don't, for example, if they're attacking us, if Trump is attacking minorities and, and women and all, and we don't fight back, then what happens is a lot of these Trump supporters will say, oh, well, you know, these this, Hillary supporters are weak. Hillary's weak. She won't fight back. We need a, a strong person to, to defend our country. So something like that. If we don't fight back, you know, they will, they will excuse that, that civility for weakness and, and not support us. You know, um, okay, what else? Let me... Um, um, now, all right, in terms of the politics, what's interesting is, like, there's another saying is, like, that says, like, the enemy of my enemy, uh, no, what is it? The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. In other words, like, um, Trump is, is our enemy, if you're a good person in this, you know, country, in the world. Um, another one of our enemies is the conservative party because they they show extreme callousness they're denying that climate change is happening they're they're a dangerous group and all but trump is also dangerous to the conservative party trump isn't uh, trump is an enemy of the conservative party so what will probably happen 
is the Democratic Party and the Conservative Party will hopefully now form an alliance, again, two enemies now coming together to fight a, a greater enemy, Donald Trump. This happened in World War II when we were enemies with, with Russia because Russia became communist, you know, and um, in the, you know, early 1900s, whatever. And then when we saw the, hit, the threat of Hitler and the Nazi party, Russia and we, you know, were part of the alliance that, that destroyed the Nazi party, that, that, that ended Hitler's, you know, atrocities. So in that same way, fine, we don't like um, conservative ideology, they don't like ours, but one, of, one thing we need to do is come together, you know, especially if, if Trump makes it into the presidency. If we have any luck at all, he won't be elected president. If, you know, we'll put him behind bars, we'll imprison him before that happens. But if we're not able to do that, the very least we can like rend him com render him completely impotent just basically like you know have such a strong alliance against him that he won't be able to get anything done um talk about like talk about blessings in the skies or, or a silver lining behind a cloud another thing that it's maybe in our favor is like this is looking okay Sometimes, especially with climate change, we have to not look at this year or next year or even the next four years, but we have to look at the next decade. And one thing that a lot of people don't understand is like the, one of the reasons the Republicans won so many House seats in, in our Congress in 2014 and 2010 is what's known as gerrymandering. And this is a technical term. It's where you divide a district, you know, in a way that's unfair, that just gives you an unfair advantage. Now, what happens is like in 20, every decade, um, new, new boundaries for these districts are formed. Now, if Hillary would have become president, chances are that the Republicans who now control the House, because it's the House that sets these districts, chances are, and it's the legislatures, the state legislatures and all, chances are that um, basically the Republicans would have control of these, of, of, you know, creating these districts just like they did last time, and they would create them more unfair to, to, to basically be able to control the House of, of Representatives for another decade after 2020. Now, so again, a silver lining behind this is like, you can expect that in 2018, in the midterm elections, that we Democrats will take back the House of Representatives and keep it through 2020 so that when these new district lines are, are redrawn, then we can um, redraw them fairly, you know, fairly. And, and if, if, if they're drawn fairly, Democrats will win, you know, we'll, we'll control the House because like we have a majority. There's more of us, you know, who, 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 who represent our values, who vote for us than there are Republicans. So, and, and the value of that is if we have any chance of, of saving the, the future of our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, we need to um, we need to address climate change, and and you know with the kind of like stalemate. I mean, a Republican Party that denies that climate change is happening is not going to do anything about it. And so you know, so yeah, naturally, in 2018, we need to to win the House of Representatives and and ideally also the Senate. You know, that's going to be tough in 2000. And, and 18 because like there are many more seats that we're, we'll be defending than, than the Republicans will. But, um, but in, in, two in 2020, we have to come up with a candidate that will win the presidency. And I, I think it's, you know, if, if Trump remains president, I think it's pretty clear that he's going to lose 2020. I mean, the, you know, 
um, it would be like beyond belief for him to, to win that. I mean, like, but anyway, so like, so then if that, then, you know, then the, the blessing in the skies of his having won this election may be that in 2020, you know, by retaining, by having the House, the Senate and the presidency, maybe we can start to do what we need to do about climate change. Okay, but again, the theme of this is that um, nobody has a free will. We're not blaming Donald Trump for being a vile, selfish, horrible person, okay? It's not his fault. He didn't create himself. He didn't form himself. You know, he's not responsible for his genes or for his background, but he's the person he is, and we need to not let him get away with it. But again, the, the value of understanding that he doesn't have a free will is that when we go about it, we can free ourselves from this, like, this, um, this vengeance-filled attitude. In other words, like, to the extent we believe in free will, we'll say, he's a horrible person, we get all angry, we get all hateful, we get all mean-spirited in our attack. Well, you know, any, any boxer will tell you that like, once you get uh, emotional in the ring, you're lost because your emotions cloud your reasoning. So to the extent we can like, free ourselves from the clouding influence of this belief in free will that causes us to hate Trump and to blame him for what's not in his, you know, you know he's, he's not responsible for, that will, that will lessen our effectiveness in attacking him and depriving him of his money and of his power and basically defeating what he stands for. So, all right, so like we've gotten through this. I, I thought I was gonna cancel this because like I got what, three hours sleep, four hours sleep last night. And, um, but then, you know, I don't have a free will, but like I woke up this morning optimistic. I said, I gotta do these shows and I'm gonna go into Manhattan, you know, cause again, this is like Wednesday, um, November 9th. And we just found out last night, a few hours ago, that Trump won, the world was shocked. So like later tonight, I'm going to Manhattan with my co-host, Nick, who should have been here, but like he couldn't get his car out of the garage or whatever, I don't know, big mix-up. Um, we're going to be in Manhattan taping this, and who knows what we'll say there, but, uh, um, you know, this will be another kind of like opportunity to, to lay out the, the groundwork for an argument against Trump. Um, but anyway, all right, so like, you know, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you can catch this episode and all the previous ones on YouTube, you know, it takes a while sometimes to get them up there, but there's over 200 of them up on there. And um, there's about 150 or so on iTunes. And, you know, we're here, you know, uh, or you, yeah, all right. So um, I will continue, you know, like this free will message is important, but I think there's more important messages to be um to be done. I mean, I, you know, I, I'll probably continue doing the show, but like this, this, this issue with how cruel we are to animals. I mean, like if we believe in God and we believe in justice, you know, and, and, and we, you know, we continue to essentially torture these animals or pay people to torture them for us, because that's actually what we do, then we will be punished by God. So, all right. So thanks for watching and we'll be back um, in other epi episodes to explore the illusion of free will. Thanks.